Hey, this is Noah Proclaims. Thank you so much for joining us. Today I have a special guest, my best friend Patrick Riley. And uh, before we get into it, I just want you to check out this sick shirt. We're both wearing it. He doesn't sell shirts or anything. It's not like a business that he's doing, but it's just a cool thing that he does. And I wanted to give him a shout out for that because I dig this shirt to the maximum. So if you like this shirt, uh, comment and just say, cool shirt, Patrick, or something like that. Uh, if no one else does, I, I'll do it because I think it's a cool shirt. I'm really excited to have him on today. And so you guys know, if you haven't tuned in before, this is Noah Proclaims. My name is Noah, and I make YouTube content, whether it be music or topical videos or interviews, so on and so forth, for the sake of Christianity, for the sake of the church, and for truth. And that's my heart. So if you like this video when you're done, give it a like, subscribe, check out my other videos, and share anything that you think would be helpful to other people. Now, getting into the topic, we're going to be talking about... Hearing God's voice. Yeah, and we think it's just super important for people to clarify the subject. And uh, we know people are going to have differing opinions on this. And we just want to hear from Patrick, who is a dear friend of mine who I've seen grow through this in many ways. Um, and, and so have I, and so has my wife. All right, so before we jump into it, Patrick, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm like Noah from New York, mm -hmm. and uh, I've, I grew up there, but I have recently moved to Kansas City, which is where we met uh, mm -hmm. about maybe... Three years ago, yeah, we met at a short-term missions school, mm -hmm. and that is that's me. <laughs> uh, I've been a believer for about four to five years now, and yeah, I guess that's cool. Some stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, Patrick's been a great friend of mine since I came out to Kansas City. One of the first weeks of me being in Kansas City, me and him just like talked for like three hours randomly one night. He just came over and introduced himself, and we just chatted for a really long time <laughs> and uh this is a cool conversation i think that just uh was some foreshadowing to our future mm -hmm. friendship we didn't end up talking until like four or five months after that but yeah i don't trust anyone as much as i trust this guy to be unbiased and loving on this topic so uh i'm just gonna let him tell his testimony of growing through this topic and so on and so forth so go ahead tell them Cool. So like I said, I've been a believer now for uh, four to five-ish years. And uh, well, I went, I grew up going to church, uh, but did not come to uh, faith really until more recently, mm -hmm. which is also around the same time that I was introduced to this teaching. So this was new to me uh, when I got saved, had, had not heard about this uh, from my church. And the idea that God speaks directly to us uh, through our thoughts and that we can have conversations with God was an amazing thing to me, uh, really exciting. Yeah. yeah, it was really intriguing, and I was very eager to learn more, I guess. Yeah. Uh, at the school that uh, Noah and I went to, mm -hmm. they had a week where they taught us practical ways to begin this uh, process of he hearing from God. Um, and I also was uh, being mentored by uh, a guy who would also teach me about this topic. Yeah, hearing God from anything from uh, just like who you are, who, who is, who am I, like my identity, but also um, 
just hearing his thoughts on different things and direction for our life. Yeah. And uh, now, so, Patrick, yeah. uh, you said he would uh, talk to you through your thoughts. That's what mm -hmm. they. That's what they taught. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't audible, or yeah, it, it wouldn't be audible. It would be uh, just similar to how you hear your own thoughts in your head. Oh, okay. Would, we would hear from God in that way. So he's not thundering down. No, okay. No. And you said that, yeah, the different topics of what you would use this for, the mm -hmm. ways you would practice hearing God's voice was for your identity and mm -hmm. so forth. Can you tell us a little bit more about those topics? Yeah. Uh, for instance, not, not just who I am, but also uh, I remember in the, in the class uh, that we had, on this topic, we would practice um, hearing from God to get a message for someone else in the class. Mm -hmm. And uh, they start off by just asking us to um, ask God for one word mm -hmm. and whatever pops in your head first, just write it down. And then we would share it with like the person we're sitting next to or something. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, in terms of the different areas or aspects that we would apply this, um, that's one of them of seeking to hear from God about uh, who we are as a person, what's our purpose in life, what does he think about us, mm. uh, as well as what decisions to make in life, where, uh, where to serve him, like what country to go to or yeah. what job to get who to marry, different <laughs> life decisions like that, but even smaller de decisions as well. Okay. Was it was it ever used for like evangelism or anything like that? Uh, yeah, there would be instances where before we would go out to uh, witness or minister to people, we would pray and ask God to show us basically who to talk to. Yeah. And, and sometimes people would... Um, hear or we, we would hear like a guy in a blue shirt or something yeah, yeah. uh some visual thing that we would uh come across and then uh speak to that person okay so when did your thoughts on hearing god's voice kind of start to change or mm -hmm. how have they changed over time yeah so i'd say one of the things that was reoccurring that started to cause me to question was just the doubt that i would have a lot because i can remember one time in particular where uh, I believe that God told me that uh, uh, he gave, I believe God gave me a message for um, this guy on our team that uh, there was trouble with his brother. And I remember sharing that with this person and he told me he didn't, he didn't have a brother. So uh, there are instances like that where uh, I would uh, miss here mm -hmm. uh, caused some doubt and frustration. So that was a frustrating thing. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it, I mean, the way I think about it is if if it's formulated the same way a thought is, like we have so many thoughts mm -hmm. and we have a lot of compelling thoughts, mm -hmm. how can you really sort through? And, and did you have yeah. a way to do that? Yeah, so uh, they explained to us that we could either be hearing from God, from the devil, or it could just be our own thoughts. Mm. And It's kind uh, of scary. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so the cycles of doubt is sort of uh, one of the 
first things that led me to question uh, hearing hearing God's voice. Uh, another big thing was a conversation I had with uh, my roommate when I was in the Bible school. He had a different view on hearing God's voice where he, he did believe in hearing God's voice, but he didn't believe it happened nearly as frequently as I did. And he proposed the idea that a lot of what I thought was God speaking to me was actually my own imagination, mm. which was very frustrating to hear. And I remember being uh, pretty upset about it, but I still realized it was a genuine possibility. And so I even remember uh, saying in that conversation that I, I'm going to seek the truth on this. And if if hearing God in this way, in the way that I believe is true, then it'll stand. But if not, then it'll uh, collapse on itself. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I would say that's really when this whole journey started in terms of actively seeking uh, the truth on this. That was 2018. Yeah, that was while I was studying the Bible uh, pretty uh, intensely in the Bible school. And sure. so, uh, yeah, that was the earlier stages. Yeah. So then... I guess to finish off your testimony, from that point, what brought you to where you stand now on it? And then reveal where do you stand on the subject? Sure. So add in more cycles of doubt that didn't stop, of course. So just more more doubt, more questions. Yeah, coming back more to that question of, uh, is this my imagination? What is human intuition? What is that? How does that play in mm. our ability to uh, intuitively know things without doing much thinking? Um, and the biggest thing really was uh, looking at scripture and looking at the passages that are used to uh, proof texts that are used to explain this teaching mm. and how I found that reading those passages in its context actually uh, were speaking about uh, different different things. They had uh, a different meaning than mm -hmm. how they're presented to me. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, where do you stand now? So currently, I don't believe that the hearing God's voice teaching is true. I don't think there is a scriptural basis that we can regularly hear from God through our thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, now God is God. He He sits in the heavens. He does as He pleases. And if He so pleases to miraculously speak to someone, mm -hmm. can He do it? Absolutely. Uh, but we don't. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where we would get the idea that we can regularly uh, hear from God. And I have uh, more thoughts that I can mm -hmm. share on uh, alternatives. And I think the truth of what um, it means to uh, seek God for making these decisions that I mentioned and even our identity and uh, communicating with God and, and fellowship with him, what that truly looks like. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And I think this is going to be a great help to people who are wrestling through this because, yeah. yeah, it's a scary thing when you're not totally sold on the idea of hearing God's voice and you know that it could be yourself, the devil, or God. Um, so thank you for thank you so much for sharing. Absolutely. And um, if you guys have any questions, you can 
hit up the comments and see what we can do on answering those. But um, moving on from there, I want to ask, what was the way that they would teach you this? And, and what made it such a compelling teaching that so many people um, agree with it? Mm. Yeah, so I already mentioned a little bit of just practically how we would how we were um, introduced to um, to practicing hearing God's voice in terms of like asking God for a word and then sharing it with our the person sitting next to us or sure. whatever. Uh, but the argument that they presented was that as the children of God, as we have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, that uh, God is always speaking. That's one of the main truths or main things that they would present is that God is constantly speaking and it's a matter of whether or not we are listening to him. Okay. Uh, they, they use a lot of logical arguments be, because we're God's children. He is uh, always speaking to us and it's just a matter of us uh, listening. Mm -hmm. And because his spirit is living inside us, uh, we can think his thoughts. We can, because we have the mind of Christ. Is uh, these are the sort of things that yeah. they would say, and so some pretty quick proof texts. I mean, if you just sure. throw a verse at them. Yeah, uh, um, the main one that I can think of right away is in John ten, uh, where Jesus is talking about um, him being that he is the good shepherd, and uh, his sheep know his voice and they follow him. Uh, and so they will explain how as we are his sheep, mm -hmm. then we can hear his voice. It mm -hmm. says it right there in the text. Uh, and other passages um, in the Old Testament and just looking at different instances and, and narratives where God speaks to people, to prophets, uh, and even in the New Testament to like Paul and throughout the book of Acts and 1 Corinthians 2 and uh, Philippians 2 where uh, the mind of Christ is brought up how because we are as Christians we have the mind of Christ and therefore we can think God's thoughts and we can hear from him. Mm. So those are some passages. Okay. I can see how like as a new Christian those those would compel you, you know, yeah. they're using the word and they're using logic. Mm -hmm. Now, the only problem is you need to use the word to back up the word that you're using and they're just using the word and backing it up with logic. Mm. And so that's what we need to pay attention to as believers is, is the Bible backing up the Bible or is logic backing up mm. some text in the Bible? Um, now, here's the final question. I think this is what most people want to know who uh, see us challenging such a belief. Um how would you respond to this teaching biblically? How, what's what's your take on it? If if you were to construct a biblical response to this teaching, mm -hmm. what would it be? Well, just again, looking at some of those passages in its context is really important. Uh, for instance, in John ten, uh, Jesus isn't trying to explain uh, to his followers the ways that he, they are able to receive communication from him. He's talking about those whom the Father has given to him, uh, his people, that uh, they will respond to his call, mm -hmm. that he has come uh, to save those people. 
and uh, he knows his sheep and his sheep know him. Uh, and, and so it's talking about salvation. It's not talking about communication, uh, communication right? Mm -hmm. And uh, also, like I mentioned, the throughout the Bible, places where God speaks to individuals, uh, we need to remember that the Bible, the whole Bible was written over thousands of years. And when, when we remember that, there's only a handful of people who were actually in direct communication with God, who, um, who were prophets, mm -hmm. apostles. Uh, and so this is not, we shouldn't take that and expect that to be a normal thing. Mm -hmm. uh, even though we do have the Holy Spirit, um, we are not all prophets. We are not uh, apostles. And, uh, and that's a loaded statement in itself. We're not going to get into that. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. And, and prophecy, and I, I know uh, some of you might be thinking about what about the gift of prophecy. Uh, I would say that's uh, another discussion in itself as well, because sure. I, I specifically want to talk about uh, this hearing God's voice as a teaching. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, great. Uh, but yeah, I would I would say if God intended for us to know that we can hear Him directly um, and communicate um, and hear from Him in this way, I think we would have more explicit instructions in the New Testament. Uh, for instance, in the places where Paul gives us like practical instructions or application to theological truths of the gospel and different things that he lays out in his letters. You see, for example, in Philippians 4, you see um, uh, prayer, thanksgiving, what you're uh, fixing your mind on. Uh, you don't see him talk about uh, waiting and, and sitting in silence to hear uh, from God to, to, for him to speak to you in your thoughts. So uh, those are just some answers to those things. If I had more time, maybe I could flesh out a, a bigger yeah. statement. But cool. Well, to wrap up, let's uh, let's make sure you share your heart with the people. What what are some last thoughts as well? And uh, yeah, let them know your heart behind this topic. Yeah. Uh, so I I just gave. Uh, sort of a brief synopsis of my testimony in this regard, but there was a lot of, of pain, a lot of struggle, a lot of turmoil, a lot of questioning my faith uh, throughout this process. And uh, so I don't want you to, to hear me now and think, oh, well, I'm just rejecting this because I'm hurt. Uh, because I'm, I'm okay now. Um, but the main reason why I don't agree with this teaching is because I just don't see support for it in scripture, which is like this shirt. Uh, my conscience is captive to the word of God. Uh, I, I seek to live my life based on God's word. And I don't see in, in the word, uh, yeah, anywhere that really teaches that we hear from God in this way. Um, although the idea or this teaching of hearing God's voice seems pretty harmless, uh, even if it may not be true, uh, 
it can lead to some detrimental things. Um, it can, if your faith is built on this alone, which I'm thankful that uh, the foundation of my faith is in Christ and that mm. at the times that I was questioning my faith, um, it wasn't my foundation. And so I was not yeah. um, completely lost. I think people can uh, build their whole life uh, with God, their whole um, faith in God upon this. And when they have uh, when they have these experiences of doubt and uh, confusion, mm. they can make a complete shipwreck of their faith, yeah. uh, as well as leading them into other worse false doctrine, uh, leading them away from the true Christ, leading them away from scripture. I think that's uh, the main one is when we think that we can hear directly from God outside of the word, what purpose really is there to read this old book? Why would I waste my time if I can just hear from God directly now? Which leads me into uh, my, I'd say my final uh, thing to say <laughs> is uh, through this whole journey, um, through genuinely seeking to hear from God and, and seek the truth on this teaching of hearing God's voice, uh, it has made me appreciate the Bible so much more uh, because as I've come to this conclusion that this teaching of hearing God's voice isn't true. It has only made the Bible more vibrant and more uh, important to me as I see it as, and as it is God's true, infallible, sufficient word. And as it says in 2 Timothy 3, that all scripture is, is breathed, is inspired by God. It's God breathed. So although there were many authors and many uh, people that these 66 books were written to, uh, they are still written to us today, the church, God's people. Absolutely. Uh, and so they're, it, it's God's word. It's, it's full of uh, his truth, his love. And uh, John, uh, in his epistle, he talks about how we have we have the Holy Spirit who who teaches us. He is our teacher, and the Holy Spirit will teach us through the Word that He He applies. He takes the truth of Scripture and and teaches us. He illuminates the Word to us and gives us understanding. Yeah. So, although I do not believe in hearing God's voice in the way that I was originally taught, I'm all the more thankful to have the Bible and to know that I can hear from God every time I open open its pages and read. Well, great. That's uh, such a blessing to have you communicate your heart on this, and I, I'm sure it'll be a blessing to people. And I just want to encourage the people watching to have an open heart and an open mind. Um, and I think that as Christians, we should all be able to uh, love what was said here, whether we agree or disagree, we should agree that the Word of God is so important. It is foundational in our walk as Christians, and we should be blessed by His love for the Word. We just appreciate you watching, and our goal is not to bash anyone who is still on this journey or to hurt anyone's feelings. I hope that you could understand 
our heart and our perspective in that we love our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, those who are in this teaching and those who are not. And we just hope that you would continually challenge yourself to know what is right and good and true, and that you would consistently bring things back to the word. And so again, thank you so much for watching. And if you want to see more Patrick, let me know. He's a, he's a cool guy, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is no proclaims peace. Yeah. <laughs> cool.